0: Live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's the Zach Ballinger Show, where we help you find your direction through passion and purpose. My name is Zach Ballinger. I am your host. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are streaming via YouTube, so if you have any questions for us today, please enter those into the comment box. Also, you can always email the show beforehand, zach at zachballinger.com. We'll make sure to get to your questions to me or my guest as soon as they arrive. Without further ado, Monica, thank you so much for joining the show today
1: thank you zach it's so nice to be here
0: so we're going to jump right in so what is your career what's your title what do you do job wise
1: so i'm the co-owner and vice president of yampu tours and we plan trips for people trips of a lifetime all around the world for families couples singles um you know small groups whoever wants to go um we Tailor the tour for them. Um, I've taught many people to do what we do. And, um, you know, it's great because we live our life traveling. So it's fun. It's been a fun
0: job. I bet. Sounds like it. Now, how many years have you been doing this? 23. And what educations or certifications do you need to become a travel expert?
1: So um, the best education is learning to um, serve people and then um, also uh, having really good English and communication skills. Um, And then uh, so I would, you know, you can go to school, college for anything um, and get out and do travel. Um, You have to get a certification, which takes a year to get, and so um, we have a Yampu affiliate program where you can work for us for a year to get that affiliation. Um, there's uh, ASTA, you can check with ASTA um, and we are a, a US tour operator.
0: Wow. So awesome. You know, people looking back at it, they're probably thinking, wow, a travel expert. I, first of all, I never knew you could do that as a career. And second of all, that sounds really fun. What do you love about your job?
1: Well, it's been 23 years of learning new things every single day. Um, so I'm a, I'm a travel expert because I've been all over the world doing this for 23 years, inspecting hotels, inspecting experiences, um, you know, working with guides and drivers. And when you do the same thing over and over that many times, they say it's, you take 10,000 hours to become an expert I must have you a hundred thousand hours by this time. Um, But what I love about the job is that I never know everything and that every day I'm learning something new or things are changing. It's, it's not a a career that you learn it once and you're done. Things are constantly changing. Um, People's tastes are constantly changing. Um, The experiences are evolving as time goes on. For example, when I started, uh, riding an elephant was something fun. And now it's like, don't ride an elephant. That's not appropriate. And we've learned these things throughout my career and working with different um, organizations that take care of animals and um, seeing how they're cared for and seeing, see, seeing the people that are doing it right and people who are doing it wrong. And learning. Um, so that's just one example of how something has changed from when I, I started to where I am now.
0: That's so great. And then the vice versa. What's something someone should know about your career that's kind of difficult behind the scenes or something that um, you may not like every day, but um, you still manage through it? Anything you can think of?
1: Yes. I have had dozens of people who wanted to work for me or did work for me that have uh, traveled a lot and traveling is fun. It's exciting. And um, planning travel is more about sitting at your desk all day. There are trillions of details in every single itinerary that we uh, plan and every tiny detail down to the spelling of every single name and every single digit in your ID has to be perfect so you have to be extremely detail-oriented and you have to sit there and analyze and and really do a lot of work sitting at your computer and so that would be the negative um but everybody has to do that i suppose you could be you know doing something way more boring sitting at your desk all day and at least you know when we go on trips um we are traveling and we're having fun and we're taking our family with us and that's part of our job so it's you know, but it's not the day to day is sometimes not as exciting as people who love travel think it is.
0: Now, do you know, it's
1: exciting, but it's sitting a lot. I get excited planning other people's itineraries because I'm living vicariously while I'm at my desk.
0: Makes complete sense. Now, do you actually go on any of these tours that you book with your guests or? Yes, I go.
1: um, I don't go with the guests. I go prior. So I'm in every city um, and rural area uh, checking out hotels, eco lodges, safari camps um, and and so I can pick and choose what's perfect for each client. Um, uh, out there trying the experiences, making sure everything is safe, um, you know, uh, inspecting, you know, the cars and the drivers and everything uh, before the clients go to the countries that we're selling. And then um, we come home and plan everything individually for each individual client. So one client I may put in the Belmont and the other I might put into a small be- bed and breakfast, you know, So, uh, but I like to see them ahead of time and I like to know um, that they're, they're very good quality. So for example, if, if somebody, if a hotel doesn't treat one of my clients well, then we won't use that hotel anymore, you know? So that, that experience that we're building, um, you know, isn't really important. And it's great because we get to travel to all these destinations.
0: It's awesome. So, how many countries have you been to? Do you know off the top of your head?
1: I don't know. It's probably more than sixty. Uh, I've, I haven't actually sat down and counted them, but yeah, I, I sell all the continents: um, Europe, uh, Asia, uh, South America, Central America, um, North America, um, India, the Himalayas, um, the, the you know. So, so we saw and Africa. How can I forget Africa? That's my favorite. Um, so yeah, uh, so I, so yeah, I've been to like, I don't know how many countries. Most of them.
0: That's amazing. Most
1: of them the tourists go to.
0: Uh, so awesome. So you know, let's take you back to your childhood. Uh, we're going to jump in a time machine. We're going to go back to when you were in second, third, fourth, fifth grade, whatever it was. Did you have a dream career growing up?
1: My dream career growing up was to make ice cream.
0: <laughs> do you you get to do that any now or?
1: <laughs> I've never done it. I don't think I've ever done. Well, my dad had an ice cream maker, but he always was in charge of it. Um, I might have tried it once. It was way harder than it looked. But I was dreaming up all these wonderful flavors, you know. And I had my bicycle and I'd turn it upside down and pretend like it was an ice cream maker. Um, So, yeah, travel wasn't really on my radar when I was in third grade.
0: That's pretty cool, though. I've never heard of that career before. So uh, we'll have to definitely interview an ice cream maker next time. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for that suggestion. So what is a typical, you know, what I encourage my audience to do is perceptorships or job shadowing. So let's talk about doing that virtually with you so someone was there and they got up in the morning had coffee with you and then followed you out of the office what does your day typically look like
1: so um, i spend my morning as soon as i wake up having my coffee doing all my social media um, because it's very important for um, getting an audience and um, engaging with our clients and um and other travel professionals around the world so I do that while I'm having my coffee and then I try to turn it off for most of the working day because it's very distracting. Sometimes I'll go to Facebook to look for a photo and I can get lost there for 20 minutes and 20 minutes for a travel person is a lot because we have to really watch our time because there's so much more to do in a day than we can typically get done. Um, Then also while I'm drinking my coffee, I read um, all the emails because I I'm working with people all over the world in different time zones. So, um, you know, as soon as I wake up, I may have to answer somebody in Africa or Asia before they leave or perhaps they've already left. And I may have done this at 11 o'clock the night before um, before I went to bed. So, uh, so I'm looking at all the answers that they've given me and seeing if I have enough information to, to do all the work that I have in front of me. Um, and I'm, I'm answering you as if I'm doing, um, trips on my own. Um, when my staff is doing it, it's more about delegating. Um, but to do, to plan trips on your own, it's a lot. And I do both, especially now that this COVID I'm, I'm taking on a lot more roles, so um, you have to make sure that you have all the information that you need to plan the trips. Um, then I may go and send a lot of emails out um, for information that I need. And then I start the building of the tours. Um, so picking you know, hotels, um, picking experiences, really planning what uh, I think that this individual client would like. And and their group. And maybe I have to have um, people coming from different cities. So I'm working with the airfare department to get all those different um, airfares settled. And then um, so I'm doing that mostly in the morning. Uh, Lunchtime again, you're checking emails. It's really good to bundle your work. Um, because emails can be very distracting as social media is also distracting. So bundling means, you know, I'm working on a project for an hour. Then I check my emails, send emails, work on another project. You know, um, usually lunch is at my desk um, because, again, that's just too much work um, in a day and I don't want to be here till eight o'clock at night. So I'm eating lunch at my desk. Um, while I and and while I'm eating a meal at my desk, and this is really not good for you to eat at your desk, but I do it. Um, while I'm doing that, I do things that uh, feed my soul. So I might be looking at hotels because I love that, you know. And I love even if it's a hotel that I've I've been to several times, I like to go and see what the travelers who just been went because employees change, and an employee can make a huge difference. One employee that treats one client badly can put a big, the client can put some bad review on and then my client sees it and then they lose trust in me. So this is the kind of thing that I'm just kind of going over and over and over information while I'm having my lunch, but it's usually information that I like, you know, and I love looking at hotels Can look at hotels all day. Um, So uh, and then I'm back to work. Another probably answering more emails. Um, you know, uh, going back and forth and um, putting things together, putting documents together for the clients, um, making sure that I have everything they need um, to go on their trips. Uh, phone calls. We do a lot of, of conference calls with clients to get them ready for their trips. I like to go over all the documents um, and make sure they have their inoculations and they have their visas and. They know to what the sign's going to look like when they get at the airport. When they get off the plane, there's someone with a YAMPU sign and their name on it. And I like to explain that. Um, some countries have um, some, some safety things you need to look out for. Um, uh, for example, Guatemala, some of the ATMs will steal your card information. So, I talk to them about, hey, the guide is going to take you to an ATM as soon as you get there. Make sure it's a safe ATM and make sure that you get your, your money safely. Um, so that kind of thing, the safety things. And then what to pack. We talk about that. Um, you know, how to be socially responsible while you're traveling. Um, so we talk about that. Um, if I have like a pack for a purpose, um, which is an organization that, you um, We get lists of things that people need, like in schools or hospitals or, um, you know, homes uh, within the country. And we put it it on to our clients and they'll take the things on the list. And then um, the people of the country get something they need. And then the traveler has a free suitcase that they can go shopping and bring things home. So, um, you know, we might talk about that. Um, So there's so many things to do in a day. And so we're really busy trying to make sure that I can get everything done in time to get home and make dinner for the family.
0: Honestly, that's probably one of the best. And I've done about 55 of these shows. That's probably one of the best. Um, descriptions of what you do during the day for a certain job. So I really appreciate your your details behind that because I think when somebody sees this as a surface level, a travel expert, everybody says, oh my God, I'd want to do that. Who wouldn't want to go to see safaris and, you know, but really you're just explaining how the sausage is made behind the scenes. And, you know, th- there's always downfalls to every career. So if you're not a very organized person or you don't like emails, this may not be a job for you. So uh, that's what I really wanted to, to get out of that from what you said. And I appreciate it. Um, let's go back to something. I think you said you've been in this 27 years. Did I catch that right? 23. Twenty three. I'm aging you. I I apologize. Twenty three years. What how did you find out, A, you could make this a career and B, how did you transition into it? Because a travel expert sounds pretty cool, but, you know, a lot of people probably out there listening never probably even heard of one. So walk me through that 23 years ago, how you made this decision. Okay,
1: well, I have to give my husband credit for this. Um, but one thing that I would suggest is if you want to do, you should do something you love. Okay, so for example, if you love surfing and you've spent money on a surfing class or at a surfing store, then maybe that's what you would could do. You know, whatever you spent money on yourself in a passion that you're in could also be a business for you. And so my husband and I, when we met, uh, I said, oh, I've been dying to go to Machu Picchu. And he's from Peru, and but he had never been to Machu Picchu. Um, so he said, OK, you know, come with me and we'll go so we went I was living in New York City at the time when I met him and um, we fell in love very quickly decided to have a family get married together and and he was trying to decide what his career was going to be he's he was um trained as a lawyer in England and but he hadn't passed the bar done any of that yet and living in New York and having dated in New York I said to him please don't become a lawyer I'll never see you that will be the end of our relationship you know so uh, we had a couple of ideas and one of them was to to buy to package what we had done for Machu Picchu and sell it to clients because there wasn't a lot of competition back then. And so we, you know, worked together to get everything that we needed to be able to package this and um, and then we just started a website. And um, so working with all the people in Peru, plus the clients in the United States um, and putting uh, all the trips together to Peru, all the different variations of trips that you can do in Peru and really becoming an expert in one country for a year. And then we added uh, another couple of countries the second year and then more countries the third year Uh, probably by the fourth year we were doing all of central and south america and then um what we were finding is that our clients were coming back every year to us they really were enjoying our trips Um, we're a tour company because we buy our services wholesale and resell it as opposed to a travel agent Um, but we didn't, we were young and we weren't doing the typical meaning of a tour. Our tours are really about experiences. They're exciting. They're different. Um, they're handpicked for the clients, you know, so we were reinventing the word tour and, um, really answering to the call of our clients. Our clients wanted to go on a different trip every year. So we had to add other continents. And so we added India and then we added Asia and the Himalayas. And then we added Africa, which was really fun for me because I love that. Um, and Europe, my husband grew up uh, part of his time in Europe, so he had a really good knowledge of Europe. And Europe was one of the last places we added because it's easier to do on your own. Um, and we were really uh, uh, specializing in a more exotic uh, destinations where people kind of needed a little more handholding. But now we have, you know, Europe. We spent the time during COVID adding all of Europe to our website and Russia and the stands, um, Mongolia. Um, So all the places that were not on the website are now on the website. Tahiti, uh, Australia, New Zealand. Um, So uh, that's how we built the business.
0: Wow. Thanks for sharing that. Um, So I did want to get to some of these questions that came in through the comment section Um, I'll allow this question because I'm actually interested in this too, even though it's not career rated, career related. Um, What is uh, the top three travel destinations right now amongst the pandemic?
1: Okay. I think a safari right now is a wonderful idea. I had a colleague that just went to spend a month on safari um, and her husband got permission to work from a, cause we're all working remotely right now. Why not do it on safari? <laughs> yeah. You, you have internet. Um, so uh, I think a safari is a great idea because you are naturally socially distanced. You're in tents, you know, probably 200 yards apart from the next tent um, and their properties are usually pretty small. They don't usually have more than 20 or 30 clients at a time. Uh, if you paid a little extra, you could get a private Jeep. Um, so, uh, Safari, um, Kenya is one of my favorites for Safari, uh, because of the, um, price experience kind of ratio, um, And then I would say um, Ecuador is really good. Um, Ecuador has the Galapagos. um, And we had a client just come back from the Galapagos. You can look at our um, uh, uh, trip uh, trust pilot for Yampo Tours and you'll see their experience there. Um, They had a great time in the Galapagos. Um, We can do a hacienda, which is a big... Old farm in South America and they're usually really beautiful with lots of animals and horses and so I think an estancia would be really fun to do right now um, and would uh, allow you to um, be outdoors um, be socially distanced um, and a nature lodge like um, going into the cloud forest and staying in some an echo lodge right now so Ecuador would be number two and um, Number three would be Costa Rica um, because you can go to Costa Rica. You can um, be out on the beach. You can go surfing. Um, I would not do any party destinations right now. People are going to Tulum and getting sick. Um, they're going, you know, they're going to you know to the be these big beach parties in Mexico. I love Mexico, and you can get off the beaten path in mes- Mexico too. It's more about. It's really more about what you do than maybe where you go. But there are only about a 20, 20 countries that are uh, available. Also, I know that Kenya and Ecuador and I think Costa Rica require you to have a negative COVID test to enter. So what does this mean? This means that when you're on the plane, ideally... Theoretically, no one should have COVID because they're all they've all tested negative within the next, last seventy-two hours. And so, what I'm asking clients to do, or anyone that's traveling, is after you get your COVID test, to quarantine at home until you get on the plane. That's the that's the personal responsibility that you need to make that work.
0: Gotcha. Thanks for explaining that. The next question I have is what's the difference between a travel expert and a travel agent?
1: So my, the people that work for me are called travel advisors and, um, and we are a tour company. And so we are working directly with the hotels and all the airlines, trains, um, the government departments that issue permits, um, we work directly with them and, um, we have wholesale rates, a travel agent can sell anything in the world and they get a commission. So because we work with wholesale rates, we, we have to sell packages. We have to sell a whole, a whole complete tour where you can go to a travel agent and book one thing. If that makes any
0: sense. Makes, makes um, some sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then once you've traveled with a good tour operator, it becomes it it becomes something you just love because we really take all of the stress out of travel and leave you with just the fun, you know. Um, So once and you can book with a tour operator, you can book a tour through your travel agent. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. If you have an agent that you're really loyal to, but you've liked what you've heard here from Yampu, um, you can ask your travel agent to book a Yampu tour.
0: Gotcha. Makes sense. And so, you know, where can people, let's say somebody has been listening to this and either A, you piqued their interest in a career path or maybe B, you've stoked the fire of travel. You certainly have, um, bent my ear, if you will, because uh, I love to travel. So hearing all this kind of excites me again. So tell us about where people can find you. Websites, social medias, all that good stuff.
1: Sure. Uh, I am at yampu.com, Y-A-M like Mary, P like Paul, u like And also there's a travel school page on our website if you want to get into the business. Um, I have a course where I'm teaching people to plan travel. It's really exciting. And um, so you can go on that page to get that course. Um, If you are interested in any of our destinations, all our destinations are on the website. And we have sample tours that um, we create on the website
0: so great and what we'll do guys is we'll link monica's information in these videos so when you guys see this look into the comment section and we'll have everything labeled there so you'll be able to follow her get and connect with her on social media if you want to look at her courses please look at those and if you want to book any trips um definitely take a look at that you know this has been a fascinating interview i really appreciate all the details we know you're extremely busy just by you explaining your day. Sounds like you're, you're, you're crunching every minute. So just thank you so much for coming on the show, giving back and helping my audience truly find uh, a career that they love.
1: Oh, I'm glad. And what a wonderful show you have.
0: Thank you. You take care.
1: Okay. You too. Bye-bye.
0: Bye.